If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up, what up? We are here. The realest podcast ever on Revolt Podcast Network. I'm your humble host, C. Diddy. I'm Matt Kane, better known as Matt Makes Me Sick. I should introduce myself when we start yes, yes, the fucking yes. pool every week. Um, on a new platform, man, here on Revolt Podcast Network. This is our first episode. We've been teasing this for a while to our existing audience. Anybody that's new here, ni hao. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what they say whenever they talk about basketball player with shitty game. Yeah. Ni how Dylan Brooks. I wasn't ready for that one. Uh, but yeah, we're here, man. We've been teasing this for a while. But so uh, wait, what does Ni how mean? Hello. Okay, so it's Kanishiwa. I don't fucking know. Oh, okay. I, don't know. I think it's I in a song. Up. I think I made all of that up. You probably. Did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to you. Maybe Ni how is good night because it's two words. I know Kanishiwa is something. Yeah, but that's Japanese. So what did you speak? Chinese. That's not, Chinese isn't a thing. Mandarin. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This is what y'all can expect from the show. Uh, You know, for for those of you that are new here, this guy here. I really wanted to be serious (laughs) to start off. Uh, For those of you that are new here, uh, we have been, you know, we're we're some pod vets. We've been doing this thing for a minute, man. We've uh, got extensive extensive content library. We've talked to the best of them, talked to the worst of them. We've, you know, we talked to former mayors, uh, billionaires, pit bull lords. And everybody in between, <laughs> you know what I mean. So we we cover a lot of ground here at uh, at TRP, and we look forward to onboarding y'all, man, to this experience as we uh, as we move forward with Revolt Podcast Network. Um, I guess today's show was kind of like an intro, a review, a forecast. It's like a yeah. lot of different things mixed in. Before we get into all of that, I do want to say that uh, we're reporting live here from yeah. uh, our sponsorship partner at right. uh, the Frame Complex, 222 Market Street here in Philly. Follow them on social media at Frame PHL. Our temporary uh, home while things yeah, yeah, are yeah. constructed. They have a uh, restaurant downstairs. We're upstairs in the lounge, unframed. You see it here. And then you see we got TRP and Revolt, man. So, you know, it doesn't get more official than little uh, letters slid oh, onto oh, like oh, a club, yeah. on a club joint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, you want to make a statement in black culture, you yeah. put that shit on you a club board. Shit, you put that shit on the club board, it's official. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Up. So, shout out to everybody that's here, that's listening. Shout out to all of the existing listeners that's, uh, you know, coming along for the journey, man, and everybody that's been here since day one, day two, or day 100, man. So, uh, we look forward to, you know, going on this journey with y'all yeah. as we, uh, you know, we we begin to expand our audience, expand our reach and everything like that. But I think the probably the most proper way to start this thing is to talk about, I guess, you know, where it started. And we haven't done a lot of that here on our platform. We've was, done it on was, other shows. I was about to ask, do you, do you get sick of telling the story ever? Like, do it become a little redundant? Because you, you, you go on all these different shows and all these different platforms, and it's like, so how'd y'all start, man? How does, and then you just like, oh, well, I was <laughs> yeah. like, Four score yeah. seven years ago, yeah. literally. Yeah. Uh, but no, so, I mean, this thing started, you know, roughly about seven years ago. Um, you know, it, 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 it became a situation where 
um, you know, me and this guy met on social media. We forged a, a, a friendship um, and a bond. And at a point, we became neighbors. And mm-hmm. at the point we became neighbors, we started to hang out, see each other, talk even more frequently or whatever. He was uh, a, a SEPTA operator for, what, 13, 14 years? 13. 13 years, recently retired, uh, took early retirement, got up out of there, you know what I mean? Just in the nick of time. We're not going to say why. There's yeah. stuff going on in the news. And maybe y'all seen it. Real quick, time out. In the story, you're talking about when we used to, do, do you remember how good life was when we was neighbors? I was phenomenal. Like, yo, it just, like, yo, I was having a conversation. No crime. Dog, it, rent was like a thousand dollars. Like, dog. That shit is over. Dog, dog. My, I was talking to people, somebody the other day was just like, yo, I, I can't find a decent apartment for less than two grand. I'm yeah. just like, yeah. It man. doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Any, we, anywhere else that, if you live somewhere and your rent's under two grand, hopefully you get a pistol as yeah, your sign on bolts. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember they used to give you like a free money <laughs> rent? No, just give me a Glock 37X, like a little compact Joe. <laughs> you moving in, they, they telling you to go to the hardware store and get a lock? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Dory got the lock. You know, get the big lock. You know what I'm saying? Them little bolt, them bolt cutters, they knocked the yeah. little small drones out. Yo, we did ass was up there chilling. It wasn't no bullshit popping yeah, off. Yeah, life was great, man. You could man. sit outside all night. Nothing would happen. Oh, that shit was crazy as hell, man. And uh, What long ago? Yeah, things are dramatically different, man, uh-huh. um, you know, here in the Philadelphia region. And, um, you know, through that, we formed we formed a, fr- a friendship that turned into a brotherhood. And, you know, we just spent a lot more time with each other talking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, um, you know, inadvertently, uh, you know, I, I came across this idea to, to start a podcast. And essentially, I was like auditioning all of my friends for like, all right, who's what's the best mix mm-hmm. of this going to be? And then, you know, eventually, like, you know, I landed on this guy right here, Matt, and our other uh, close friend uh, Rod DJ Arta is a also known as Raheem Palmer of the Ringer. So in in examining that situation, you know Rod basically was like, "Yo, I'm on a different journey. You know, I'm I'm you know really locking in on the sports betting thing and everything like that. And uh, you know, you fast forward seven years and you see where he is now. He took the right path, and now he's a content creator for Spotify. He has East Coast bias. He has his own show. He has a ton of different stuff going on. Yeah, the hundred, everything like that. Um, and he's literally you know on weekly podcast with Bill Simmons now who's the you know the founder of the ringer and also former founder of Grantland and mm-hmm. pretty much like the godfather of creating the intersection between sports media and pop culture mm-hmm. that's what we uh you know we recognize Bill Simmons as and our brother is over there with him so you know early on I identified talents in both of these guys that maybe they didn't even necessarily see in themselves and for the better part of like half a year like I hounded both of them was like, yo, we need to do this. We need to do this. Rob eventually tapped out, but he's like, yo, I'll help y'all around the edges. Mm-hmm. I'll do y'all podcast art. I'll make y'all logo. I'll do any other creative stuff y'all need me to do. I'll contribute. I'll right. come on here and there as needed when it's something relevant to me, but I can't commit to doing an every week, you know, produced uh, podcast or whatever. So I finally get this guy in line. We start. Now he's like, all right, we want to do a show. Where are we going to record it? So we go around trying to find studios and stuff like that. And somebody that I don't think we give enough credit in the journey is Nikki Purvey, who actually it Nikki, right? it introduced us to who we all know now as the Podfather, Justin Emery, who's a figure that's going to get referenced throughout different points in our podcast journey. And he was the owner of a place called New Media Studios. I have a hilarious Nikki story, too. Okay. <laughs> and uh, at New Media Studios, uh, up in the Feast of Real Trevos area, far northeast of Philly, whatever, is where we made our home. And it was like... 
from the first episode we did, we kind of like, you know, kind of caught lightning in the bottle and created magic. And we had about 16, 17,000 listeners on our first show. We thought the feed was broke. We thought yeah. it was a lie. Yeah, like it's no weird. way possible that, you know, this party promoter, former corporate guy, and this, this, uh, you know, SEPTA operator, uh, you know, both from the same neighborhood, can come together, create this podcast out of nowhere at a time where this is 2017 now. Nobody really knew what a podcast was mm-hmm. and have it blow up the way that it did. Yeah. And our third episode went viral. is an episode in the, in, the, in the archives called Migos for President that probably has over a million downloads on the audio from now, yeah. from, 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 from then to now or whatever. And uh, we've done a lot of good work, man. We did a 2018 Roots Picnic. Uh, you know, we had Streetball Legend AO on the show, social media uh, legend, Nerd at the Cool Table, uh, Clint Coley early on. I think we had Clint on for like his first podcast interview or one of his first podcast mm-hmm. interview. Um, and it's been a journey, man. And, you know, over the years, you know, we've interviewed a lot of people. We've had a lot of hilarious moments. Um, <clears throat> we did an independent tour and it's just been so much that has happened on this journey. And, um, you know, a kind of a full circle moment is us all reconnecting with Clint Coley last year that introduced us to the team at Revolt and mm-hmm. started this process last December up until now. And, you know, like everything with corporate, it starts off slow, then it moves really fast. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we started off having preliminary conversations, Zoom calls, this, this, that, and the third. And then now, you know, we uh, we made a, a preliminary announcement back in August, at the end of August, at one of our live show events, uh, announcing the partnership or whatever, but Revolt hasn't had as of that time. So by the time y'all hear this, Revolt would have put this on all of their social media, Revolt Podcast Network and all of that, as we are part of the fall class of 2023. You forgot what year it was at the end. Yeah. Yeah, you had to slow it down. Yeah, slow it down. Get it together. Yeah, that's funny as shit. Um, you know, you always tell the story better than I tell it, you know, which is weird because I remember every goddamn thing. <laughs> um, you know, it, it I, I didn't see it coming to this. Right. I don't think anybody did. I, I think at the end of the day, podcasting was very, very very small. It was limited. Yeah, it was very, very small. To see it now where it's like, ain't nothing shaking, podcast. Yeah. Nothing going on, podcast. Baby mom pissed me off, no. podcast. These hoes ain't yeah. appreciating me, podcast. Nobody signed me on a 10-day. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Podcast. Like everybody. Atlantic knows. Records has dropped me. Podcast. Podcast. Tell you about these bitch ass niggas yeah. at Atlantic Records. Yeah. Podcast. So uh, you know, it, it's 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 decent because we were at the forefront. Yeah. You know, ahead of the curve. But it's also been kind of like, ah, all right, you're dealing with the oversaturation now of it. So, you know, you're trying to stay true to your laurels and who you are and what you want to be known for and remembered for. Absolutely. And I think that's something people forget about when it comes to this shit. Everybody's looking for the sensational quick strike. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's trying to hit the $10 parlay for 400 grand. Right. Instead of just bubbling the shit up week by week, day by day. And that's kind of what we did. And we put together a library where we kind of like demand and command respect from our peers in the industry and from people outside and looking in. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a, a pretty decent ride to be on, you know, and to be here now where, you know, I'm walking down the street and people screaming out the car and I'm, yeah. you know, that's cousin, crazy shit happened yesterday. My cousin got in the Uber today. The Uber was playing our yeah, podcast. Yeah, that happened. Uh, <laughs> my homegirl hit me the other day. She was, I got in the car and she's like, I'm listening. Like, I sound like Matt. 
And she was like, oh, shit. He, she looked at like, yeah, he's listening to the TRP. Yeah. She's an older white guy. I'm like, shout out to that. Yeah, shout out to older white guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Philip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, straight up. Like, yeah, that's cool. And but. something really dope that I think that we did that's important. It's a few things. But one, most importantly, we didn't stop. Yeah. We had an opportunity. We, we paused, but we never stopped. Yeah. And we had an opportunity to, you know, at a point to be like, yo, you know, we've been at this thing three, three and a half years. It's not really producing any revenue. It's a labor of love. We're pouring money into it. Sometimes it's ad money. Sometimes it's not, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're not necessarily in the best situation. But all of those iffy situations and not the best situations actually shaped our vision going forward in order to know, like, you know, in or- sometimes in order to know what you want, you got to know what you don't want. Mm-hmm. And we experienced a lot of what we didn't want in yeah. order to finally know, like, nah, we need to be as hands on and in control as, as much in control of this as possible. And that's actually the beauty of the partnership with revolt, which is it's still us. Mm-hmm. It's a distribution situation or whatever like that. And, you know, we create the content. We're in charge of the creative and everything like that. We get to still come do cool stuff like this at, at frame and unframed and stuff like that. And, um, you know, there's no control over our content, our editorial, none of that. We get to come here, be free thinkers, free speakers, say what we want to say, and be uh, illuminated on this platform and supported by a huge network and a huge flywheel that is Revolt because a lot of people don't understand that they have now their their own podcast network as of about a little bit over a year ago. They have their website. They have their own uh, editorial. They have a PR service. Right. They got the TV network. They got all of these different services that – you know, basically they say they identify a need or something that's an extension of their business and they go create it. And I respect that level of entrepreneurship where it's like, yeah, we could just outsource this to somebody and probably pay a 25% premium or 30% premium to get it done. We'll invest the money back into the product to build our own thing. Right. And they identify the need with their podcast network saying, Hey, we're distributing, you know, on Apple and Spotify and all of these big uh, directories or whatever. But like, we don't have our own network, but we uh, inherently, we have a lot of digital real estate that exists here with Carisha, please killer Mike show, the weatherman show, uh, gorilla Nims show, uh, EYL's, uh, access over liability, mm-hmm. all these different things. And it's like, yo, we just take and strip the audio Boom, put it over here for podcast purposes. And then now it, it, it creates a podcast network. And, and they've done the work and built the team around it in order to support it, to make it as robust and, you know, in demand now. And it's one of the fastest growing podcast networks in the world. And we're more than happy to be a part of it and something that's black owned, most important. No, that's real. Like you, again, you, you smoked that. You know what I'm saying? I have nothing to add to that. that beloved. Uh, how are we feeling this week? I'm feeling great, man. Um, you know, like like we've been saying, it's like, you know, it's been a build up, you know, to this. Uh, we've been getting a lot of recognition. We got some really cool stuff coming up. Uh, I guess we can announce it now that it's confirmed. We're going to the, the state, state capital. capital. We're yeah. going to the state capital. You know what I mean? So, you know, when, and, and something that you said that's really good. We never thought that podcasting would take us to where it's taken us. No. To the point of a network situation. Uh, you know, being recognized and having all these different notable politicians and billionaires and stuff like that in our personal network. We have a follow-up interview with uh, Dave Gold, who's the chief of diversity for the Sixers. I was just at the One Club for Creativities, where all the black people conference as a speaker. And, you know, it's like sometimes when you're in it, 
it's hard to like take a step back and look and be like, damn, I accomplished that. Mm -hmm. I accomplished this. And like, and really, you know, go over your resume and recognize, you know, all of the hard work that you put in and the results that you're having as a result of that hard work. So that's kind of like the whole point of like, I think this episode today as an intro is to kind of, you know, sometimes you got to pat yourself on the back and give yourself some flowers in order for people to, you know, to implore people to go back and look into the library and see these different growth points and stuff yeah. like that and all of the cool shit that we've done over the years no for sure the um yeah it is weird to like be out like i said and you got like real life politicians like council members and 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 senators and shit yeah. like yo man i like your show and, and you know i'm like why why, why? Yeah, you listen to this shit <laughs> <laughs> like, what like yeah so it's definitely a uh a uh uh, interesting space to be in and you know doing the interview we just did with Dave Edelman who's the uh new uh, minority owner of the Sixers yeah having him like oh you like like it was great man I want to do it again and, come back and people around that are like yo like you know my homie's like no nah, I'm gonna get y'all so-and-so behind that like you know so it's 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 uh it's a fu- it's a fun space to yeah. be in it's fun to be TRP right now shout man. out one of our listeners Sash uh, she's a, again a day one listener she actually pointed out last week that we have four people uh, Philly Mag does a list every year mm-hmm. 150 most influential people in Philadelphia we actually have four people from that list on our show yeah. which was Dave Edelman who was number five uh, Pastor Carl Day who was number one twenty five Catherine Gilmore he who is also the one of the top uh, community activists and actionists in the entire country Straight at up. large. Um, somebody that's literally putting hundreds of thousands of dollars back into the Philadelphia community uh, each and every year, in addition to his time and his presence and being his face. And those of you that may say, oh, that name sounds familiar. He's the guy that went toe-to-toe with Donald Trump when Trump was on the re-election campaign and he asked him, you know, some uh, some tough questions up there. I believe it was on CNN. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's who that is, and that's a childhood friend of mine, somebody that has grown tremendously over the years and is doing great things. Catherine Gilmore Richardson, who was uh, the youngest – uh, Philadelphia's female city council person in history that was ever elected. She just recently got reelected. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Kathy. And she just did some amazing stuff for me, for some friends behind the scenes. She's just a beautiful person. Uh, me and her went to the same alma mater, Westchester University. Uh, and she's just an amazing person, super advocate for t- all things TRPE on a singular basis for me, on a singular basis for Matt, and most importantly, us as a unit. Um, and then also uh, Councilman Curtis Jones, mm-hmm. who uh, recently reelected Mr. Fourth District. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been a part of city council for 20 something yes. years now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been extensive and he's been a repeat guest on the show. Um, and then, you know, some other people that are in and around that orbit, state rep, Morgan Cephas, uh, state rep, uh, Jordan Harris, who's in charge of the entire budget mm-hmm. for the state of Pennsylvania, who's going to be coming on the show very soon, um, are all, you know, in the orbit of the realest podcast ever, um, and either been on or coming on in short order. So yeah, for sure. it's been a, it's been a fun ride. Yeah. The, um, I, I, I don't know. Like I, I getting hung up on the, the like, it, like I, I, I think I need to go back to therapy. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I have trouble. Like how you just said, like patting yourself on the back and shit. And it'd be times where it's like, people get mad at me. Like, no, you need to not be humble right yeah. now. And it, it's hard for me at times. I wish it was easy. Yeah. I wish I had a little bit of asshole in me, but you know, it's, it's 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 difficult to tell. Sometimes so. the hardest kudos to give are the ones to yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And to recognize, you know, your own grace, greatness for fear of, you know, because there's a thin line between giving yourself praise and being a fucking asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? But 
you know, in, in oh, contrast. I, walk, I walked out the Wawa and the <laughs> nigga stopped me. He was like, yo, he was like, yo, I listened to Payo. Like, this is crazy. Like, I need to get a picture with you. I'm just like, yo, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo, man. like uh, Prince Ikeem yeah, at the, at the, at the yeah. Jets. Yeah. Don't spill your beverages. Yo, that should be crazy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it it's uh, it's cool. You know what I mean? I just, <laughs> so, last week, if, if any of y'all listen, we had an episode on our Patreon. Oh, you subscribe to the Patreon. You know what I'm saying? Patreon.com slash official TRP. But we had, a, plug. we had an episode on it where we talked about the situation with the SEPTA driver who was murdered or whatever. Because, you know, I drove SEPTA or whatever. Yes. So we took a bit of that and put it on a regular feed. And it just it just traveled. It became its own thing. It just, through the transportation community or whatever. So I got called the other day. And it was like, I didn't even tell you this. I want to get your reaction there. I got called the other day. It was like, yo, man, we listened to you just like one of the business agents. Oh, damn. Call was like, yo, man, we listened to you, Johnny. Man, you you talking that talk. And, man, you got the people energized. We getting ready to set up a panel discussion. Like, no, if you want to come down and be a part of it. I'm like, y'all know I don't work. <laughs> I you know I don't work there. You know damn. What I'm He's like, no, but the people, man, the way you was talking, people need to hear that. Like, you, you, and I'm just like, y'all in trouble. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all have a mutiny. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a little odd that you calling me. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Yeah, y'all in trouble. But yeah, I, I'm like, so seeing that, like that reaction yeah. from people, where it's just like, these are just words. This yes. is just us talking. That like, it goes back to like what you said from the from the uh, very beginning. These are conversations we would have just smoking weed, chilling on Red Absolutely. Avenue, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just sitting outside, or in Penrose in the cul-de-sac, or in Penrose in the cul-de-sac. You know what I'm saying? Word to Rob Block and. You know, who thought that us just sitting around... Because, you know, it, it, that's another one. Conversation at times doesn't go above a certain level. Yes. Especially when it's, like, your homie. So, like, when I started to realize it, we're having conversations about, like, everything. Yeah. Like, what's going on in, like, politics? What's going on as far as fashion? What's going on as far as sports? What's happening with this? What's happening with that? And it's not just, like... Locker room banter. It became like real deal discussions. Yeah. Like, how can we figure this out? How can we, you know, and for us to do it on air and have people gravitate towards it, the people are like, y'all are the first shit I listen to all the time now. It's like, it's a hell of a. And people, and a lot of people, man, shout out to the tens of thousands of people, actually yeah, millions at this point, that have listened and interacted with this show at some point or another. Mm-hmm. They build their lives around this. And we've created a certain uh, amount of digital yeah. real estate where it's like, yo, we're the, we're the, we're the Monday podcast. Like, people know. 5, 6 a.m. Monday, I know TRP dropping. Yeah. I wake up, it's already on the feed. Bet, I'm going to either listen to this drive time or I'm going to use it to be able to get through my work day. And, you know, we've had, you know, some <laughs> short episodes, uh, you know, 45 minutes, an hour that have had major impact. We had allegories. We had six-hour episodes yeah. where, you know, it wasn't really about nothing, but people listened to every goddamn minute. So it's like, yeah. you know, kudos and shout-out to the audience on this journey and being so receptible and amenable to whatever it is that we want to do. Right. Um, and as a as a tribute to y'all going forward, we'll be knocking out two episodes a week. Yeah, so the, the plan going schedule. forward is every week, you know, the Monday show that y'all can expect and another show Thursday. We got several shows in the can that we're going to be, you know, releasing as well that are, you know, brand new, never been heard. Shout out to Tone Trump. He's got mm-hmm. an album coming out. He's a Philadelphia legend, internet legend, yeah. uh, somebody that, you know, is very instrumental in the platform of world star hip hop growing. He was in the movie Creed, all of that. We got a amazing 
super candid, honest interview with him. Uh, Rick Nice, uh, the unofficial uh, leader and, uh, you know, president of Free Bands Films, working with Future for the last decade now, 11 years or mm -hmm. whatever, from basically from monster to now. He's been, uh, you know, with Future right here from outside of Philadelphia and Delaware County. We got an amazing interview with him. Uh, shout out my man Chick for putting that together. Uh, Russell Fletcher II, who's the owner of uh, Mishka Vodka, which is a local area, a Lehigh Valley uh, area distillery and uh, winery uh, company that was established in 2009. I uh, got a super candid interview with him that we did with amazing visuals mm -hmm. and everything like that. So we got a lot of stuff, uh, you know, in the can that's already done. Other stuff that's on the horizon that's coming up. And uh, it's going it's going to be a dope ride, man. And I'm I'm glad for any ears that are here, whether it be returning ears, new ears, or whatever. Um, and I want to implore everybody. Sometimes when these transitions happen from you know one feed to another, some people get lost or whatever like that. So just double check, make sure that y'all are still subscribed to the Realest Podcast ever, so that y'all get these alerts and um, you know every time that we put out some new content and new information. Yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be the new schedule. Show on Monday, show on Thursday. Yes, two shows a week. If you want some additional content? Official TRPE. Yes, Patreon.com yeah. slash official TRPE. We got about ten episodes a month dropping over there, and we get really crazy over there. Yeah. Um, I want to have a little fun. Okay. You know what I'm saying? First, can I tell you my Nikki story? Oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki gonna kill me. <laughs> but me and my man, shout out Ira. We used to have a spot down South Philly, right? And Ira, he he was on the scene. His brother Jay had an industry nineteen. Oh, got gotcha. you. Yeah, right, that, that the rim shop. I used to gamble at sixty mm -hmm. in the wood. Yeah. So I was in in with all of them, and we had a little spot down South Philly, right behind the stadium. It was nice little joint, whatever, whatever. So at this time, I, I was like, I was like just started. So this might have been like two thousand and ten, yeah. eleven. This is like the first time the Powerball was like dumb huge. It was like four hundred at the time. That was huge. That was it. <laughs> you remember before, all this billion shit is new. Yeah, yeah. But that, that is going to crack a billion with just, regularity. But the shit start at twenty million. <laughs> yeah. Nobody hit it. Next week is like it's eight twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is crazy. But at the time, the Powerball was like. 460 million, which yeah. is big as shit. And you know how people post online like what they're gonna get when they win the, the lottery or whatever, whatever. And it was before Lee, of course. But I posted, I like posted like a Rolex, I posted like a Range Rover, and I posted her <laughs> in, in, my, in, in my post. There wasn't even stories yet, you know what I'm saying? Right. It was just a Range you Rover. You were on the feed with it. Yeah, I was on the feed with it. <laughs> <laughs> It was a Range Rover, a Rolex, and her. It was like, it's all the shit I'm buying when I, I win the lottery tonight. So she seated and was like, what the hell? <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was a joke. So I'm in, the, in, the, in my room. I'm chilling. I hear Ira come in the crib, and I hear, like, he was like, yo, Matt, come here real quick. And I was like, I'm busy. I wasn't busy. I'm yeah. just watching TV. He's like, no, come here real quick. I'll show you something. So I opened the door. When I opened the bedroom door, she's standing right the fuck there. So I was like, damn, bitch, I ain't even win yet. <laughs> and she got to like, look on. <laughs> Yo, it was the funniest shit ever. But he knew her. And I guess they was like out or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, this guy. She, he was like, Yo, I got a crew. <laughs> That's my man. Hey, that was funny as shit. But Nikki was always cool. She was cool in a motherfucker. Yeah, I've known Nikki forever. Uh, we yeah, went, that's my we went dog. We to high school together, uh, Central High School, 260. 
Shout out to any central alumni out there uh, listening. I never know what these numbers mean. Yeah, class numbers. So it's, People it's, like, 258, 254. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our know. class number. Then Girls High got their class numbers, too. They bit off of us. But that's a whole other story because yeah. our, our, our joint was first. So we don't go by what year we graduated. We go by class number. Okay. okay. We were the two. I was part of the 260th graduating class. I'm not going to tell you what number they at now because I'm going to carbon date myself. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, this nigga old as shit. Yo, real quick, you just made me think about uh, high school. I, I went to Saul. You know, everybody knows that. Uh, rest in peace to Mr. Pulley. Our uh, history teacher just passed away. And um, Mr. Pulley was like everybody. He was like that cool. You know that was always that cool older black man yeah. teacher. And he was just like, he would joke with you, talk shit with you, really get on you about shit. He just passed away uh, last week. Oh, and I, I saw it. All, everybody, everybody was online talking about it. I was just like, yo, man, Pulley was my man. You know what I mean? So rest in peace to Mr. Pulley. Uh, real quick. <laughs> You're going to get a kick out of this. I think it's time for me to move. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, like, we black, right? Yeah. We black. And you know how, like, when you live in a nice place, nice area, nice building, whatever, you know how you just, like, you see black people and you're thrown off? Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me yesterday. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at my crib, right? Real quick. Give me two seconds. <laughs> I'm at my crib. I pull up and park, right? I see a I see a Volvo no. with the uh I see a Volvo no tent on the windows or whatever so I was like oh who knows who car it is but they park in the handicapped parking spot <laughs> car running nobody in it right so I'm like that's odd that yeah. doesn't really happen here right. so either this motherfucker whoever's in this car is delivering something or I don't know what they doing mm-hmm. picking up some pussy I don't know right. what's going on here so I see this familiar face I said let me sit in the car and see what yeah. materializes from this. I sit in the car. Sure enough, I see this familiar face. I said, that's redacted, homie. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is he doing here? Right. I'm ready walking to leasing office right then and there. Like, I need to break my lease. <laughs> I got these niggas up here. Niggas is drug dealers. <laughs> and I got a problem with it. Yo, man. And twice this week, I was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? So it's been a lot of moving around on my floor for mm-hmm. whatever reason, you yeah. know, like leases ending, whatever. And, you know, now it's like, again, we talk about that rent shit. You remember back in the day with like your lease would end and it's like you get your lease renewal. You rent, rent $1,000, that shit, 1035 yeah. 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 Your lease in now, you rent 1900 that shit, 2370 yeah. you like, what the But fuck? if you lock in for seven years, we give you a 2180 Duh. My joint's so crazy. They gave us like a um, sign the uh, if you sign it early discount. Oh shit! If you wait more than seven days, <laughs> you sign right now because <laughs> the market fluctuates yeah. every hour. Yeah. So I'm not I, buying a Rolex. Yeah. So people, it's been a lot of shifting around or whatever. I seen the. It was an Indian family that lived across the hall from me. I, they move out. So when they move, I'm like, oh, damn, they left or whatever. But I still see her walking the dog around the premise. So I'm just like, what the fuck is going, the fuck is going on? They done moved to a whole other unit or yeah. whatever. So the, the unit, it's like some, some like African people that came in there. So I yeah. see them, whatever. I'm like, yo, what's up? They like, oh, what's up? You know, I don't really think nothing of it. I come out the crib the other day. I come out in the hallway. Dude is in the hallway with a robe on. Like, like he got a robe on. Prince Joppy Joe. Yeah, and I'm just like, what the fuck? So I start walking to the elevator. He walking in front of me or whatever. And he just like slow walk. It almost looked like a music video, like how slow he was walking. We get to the elevator. He turned around. He had a bottle of Don Julio. Like in, but the, the robe sleeves were so big <laughs> that it covered. <laughs> I couldn't see it. Just getting the ass into the Julio. So he come out the sleeve with the Julio. He like, shut. And I'm like. Why the fuck would I take <laughs> shots with you? 
on this elevator at two in the afternoon. Oh, man. So I'm just, I, I'm telling her. I'm hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Like, yo, that, that was some weird shoes. Like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. So yesterday, I went, I went to the gym. I left the gym. Everybody knows I have a, a, a fixation on Coke Zero. Coke Zero is $3 a case. Oh, damn. Over at that side, you know, I got 17 cases <laughs> right. of these motherfuckers. Old car <laughs> right. with Coke Zero. So I'm like, damn, I, I bought shit in the house. I bought my, like, gym bag, all this shit. And I was like, damn, I, I didn't even bring none of the sodas in the crib. It was like 11.30 because the Lakers game was on halftime last night. I oh, let me go out and get a case of the fucking sodas and shit. Dog, I come the fuck out. I'm walking to my truck. Out of nowhere, a nigga is, like, coming between the cars. And he's coming dead at me, but he's moving fast. So I clutch, because I, 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 I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? And he like, yo, 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 yo. And I'm like, yo, what, what, what's up? And he's just like, yeah, no, you, you be seeing me, dog? I work here. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it kind of like brought me down. Because yeah. I see him every now and then, black boy, whatever. He's like, yeah, I work here. And I'm like, yeah, what, what's up? He was like, man, I've been drinking, man. And I'm like, do you live here? He like, no, I've been drinking. I'm just like. Why the right. fuck are you here? I was just like, yo, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> so he was like, yo, you, you got something to smoke? I'm like, no, I, I, don't, I don't smoke. He was like, damn, man, don't, nobody out this motherfucker got nothing to smoke. Like, how many people have you asked this? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. So I'm like, yo, man, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I walk around the front of the building. I'm like, I'm just going to go around, like, the other side of the building. Yeah. I grabbed a case of soda. Because I was going to bring, like, three or four. I'm just, I'm just grab one, just keep, you know, keep a hand free. Yeah. I walk around the side of the building, just like I'm outside. I haven't been out really. I was watching all the games last time. Let me just walk the fuck around the side of the building. I come around the side of the building. I see this nigga running through the other part. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so, <laughs> so, I go to my, my re- I've been on realtor.com. <laughs> yeah, all day. I'm like, yo, it's time to buy some. Get the hell out of here. Man. Yeah, they say, for, you know, Fannie, Fannie Mae just dropped the, dropped the down payment at 3%. <laughs> These niggas is crazy. Yo, I, I t- Yo. I, I've said this on the show before, man. I got a homie. He say, he said, man, I live somewhere. I see too many black faces. I move. I don't Yo. care if I just moved in. Yo. I ain't see them niggas when I signed the lease. <laughs> I moved the same day. You know, y'all got to let me up out of this. How much it costs to Yo. break the lease? I, it is so funny. Did I tell you about the board? It was like, I'm a street nigga. Yes. Yo, he, I'm sitting. be going on up here, bro? I'm sitting in the front <laughs> of the building. Dude come out the leasing office. He like, yo, big man, can I holler at you for a second? I'm like, What's up? He like, yeah, no, I ain't mean to come fuck with you or whatever. He's like, yo, how, how this joint is? I'm like, what you mean? I was like, he was like, yeah, like it's quiet, like it be chill and shit. I'm like, yeah, I mean, 
it's pretty cool. You looking to move in or whatever? He's like, yeah, nah, because I like it because it's out the way. You know what I'm saying? It's fly. You know what I'm saying? They got the big ass counters. I like that shit in the kitchen. And, you know, I don't really need all that that too much action. You know, I'm a street nigga. So I'm just <laughs> like, yo, like, what's your name? Big I've dog? never heard. <laughs> I'd have been like, I'd have been like, what's your name, big dog? I'd have been typing that nigga name right in my phone. Yeah. So uh, y'all have an application in from uh, a Jeremy. Yo. I've I've been around a lot of niggas in a lot of different cities. I've never heard one introduce themselves as like, you know, so like, yeah, you know, I'm a doctor, <laughs> right? You know, no, I'm a street nigga. Yeah, I'm. A, <laughs> what what does that even mean? Because it's essentially, what you're telling me is it, it's you a utility player. Yo. Like whatever it takes to get the job done Yo. on the street, I'm down. But to he do said it. that he was like, yeah, I'm a street nigga, so I, I can't have all that. <laughs> I was just like, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you, John. I was just like, hey, man, things really... You remember when, like, getting to that area was like, man... That was the pinnacle. <laughs> it's And I don't know if you noticed it, but there's been a lot more of, like, an uptick of crime and silliness and just goofy uh, shit going on. When I was on. at Dumbo House last week with JP and the old 14 Mark team, I was explaining to them, like, yo, I was like, no, KOP is the trap. Yo. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, King of Prussia is the trap. I said, listen... Yeah. Got multiple incidents of violence in the town center, at the Smith, at yeah. uh, the, the Ciro, or whatever like mm-hmm. that. Attempted kidnappings, completed kidnappings yeah. that got foiled by the state troopers and shit like that coming out of uh two five one the cop. The the girl that got killed at the, the gas station, the gas station coming from the Cheesecake Factory, yeah, coming like from that. Cheesecake Factory yeah. on a date. Her 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 ex boyfriend or whatever come confront her. He was tracking her number one. Yeah. Confronts her. They get into it. He shoots her at the gas station. He gets arrested three minutes fucking yeah. later, or whatever the case may be. So yeah, somebody was running from the the law and drove off the brick John at seasons. Yes, <laughs> this has been crazy shit. There was a shooting on the on the Macy's side of the parking lot, um, probably three or four weeks ago. Somebody doing a sneaker exchange, oh, yeah, probably yeah, some I offer up that. shit or whatever. They Dang, he bull come, he's selling the sneaker. So say it's me and you. Dan come, Dan's our producer, our videographer. Yeah. Dan come put the blick blicky to the back of my head. I do some Jason, some John yeah. Wick shit, get him up off me, pull my gun out. Now we trading fire yeah. on the parking deck. How over, much are these sneakers? What, some, what, over, what were these sneakers? Over some Travis Scott's. Like, <laughs> so yeah. sneaker deals have gotten very Yeah, where you wanna meet at? The police station. Yeah. Meet me at the fifth district, yeah. Roxborough, nigga. Yeah. Meet me, you know where the roundhouse at? Yeah, meet me down there. I actually met a very good guy in a sneaker meetup. It ain't we, often. It is no, it's very few it and far in between. But I met a guy, he was the manager of the sneaker villa down in Delaware. Ah, dope. And um, how the fuck did that happen? Oh, the Kobe cloaks. Remember when the cloaks and the Jordan 4s? I still fours? got my cloaks. They cooked. I wore them Jones to death. I, the, the cloaks and the Jordan 4s, the white cement Jones came out. Yeah. And they came out the same day. I called House of Hoops Foot Locker. 54 times <laughs> to make sure they had them in a size 15. Yeah. Y- y'all got them in a 15? Y'all got them in a 15? They like, yes, 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 we got them. We get to the to the sneaker, the, the release, and this is when life just kind of like, life hasn't been the same since sneaker releases became like a thing. Yeah, an event. Of, yeah. A tailgate. <laughs> a tailgate. For fucking, <laughs> yeah. So we, me and Jerry, I'll never forget this shit. We get to the fucking sneaker release. I'm asking everybody in the line in front of me, what size you wear? What size you wear? What size you wear? Nobody wears a 15. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Gate lift up. We get the fuck in there. I'm like, yeah, let me get the cloaks and the Jordan 4s and the 15. They like, we don't have any 15s. I'm like, what? Who? 54. <laughs> next yeah. to the, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> He was like, oh, no, nah, bro, something went left with our shipment, and we didn't get all sizes. Biggest size we got is a 13. 
And I'm just like, well, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm here. I'm stood here. I'm like, just give them to me in a 13. I'll just put them on eBay yeah. or something. And I, I don't, I'm not no sneaker reseller. I don't get that bullshit. But I'm just like, what? I'll just get something because I'm here. Yeah. I put them on uh, eBay. The nigga messages me and was like, yo, I see you in Philly. Da, da, da. Can I meet up with you? So I messaged back like, listen, I will kill you if, <laughs> if you want some bullshit. Yeah. And he like, no, nah, bro, that's not me. Da, da. He he sent me like his credential, like his his employee badge. Oh, gotcha. He's like, no, nah, I'm, a, I'm a manager in the Sneaker Villa. Da, da, da. I'll meet you on South Street. You know, somewhere is well lit, a lot going on. I'm like, well, South Street is a lot of crime. A lot of crime. <laughs> lot, a lot of crime. So I, meet I was up. thinking to meet me at the consulate. Right, right. You know where the mint is? <laughs> Sixth Street. Meet me over there. He he meet me and I I give him the sneaks. He he brought he brought the Jordans off me and he was cool. And he was just like you know we talk about sneakers or whatever. He's like you got some big ass feet. I'm like I wear 15. He's like yo we be getting 15s all the time and don't nobody be buying them because you know they they who the fuck wear a 15? Yeah. He's like unless it's a sixer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like word. He start every time we would get fifteens. He called me, me and Jules. Man, we was getting mad shit from the sneaker villa down there at uh, Six and Market in Delaware. Yeah. And so yeah, I've met like cool motherfuckers on some yeah. sneaker. Now I'm going to meet up a sneaker joint where it's just like, all right now, all right now, all right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Got to take ten t- ten paces and spin. <laughs> May the best man get the drop. <laughs> yeah, the sneaker shit. Yo, speaking of sneakers, did you see? Uh, the Yeezy is gonna the Adidas. They're is compo- they're contemplating writing off writing the remaining off stock. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I, somebody, yo, no bullshit. Somebody asked me the other day, was like, yo, you a sneaker motherfucker? Like, really break this down for you? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> what know what this, this means. means. I have no because point. here's the, here's the reality is is like every shoe that they've released from Yeezy has sold out. Now there right. is no resale market on anything because it's too much fucking inventory. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's the Yeezy sneaker brand is essentially a distressed asset at this point. It has value, but not the same value that it had before. They're gonna have to do new silhouettes and new Exactly. Yeah. They're gonna have to get creative again or whatever. And as they've said, they're not committed to doing that. Even right. though the new CEO loves Kanye so much, every convo he's inching into like Kanye can just come live in my career. Like he's <laughs> yeah. every convo he's inching closer and closer to full wholesale yeah. reconciliation or whatever like that. The the Yeezy brand is one of them it's <sighs> They're going to do documentaries about this yeah. shit in like 10, 15. It, it just, they literally got to the point where I'm going as far as saying Yeezy became the most popular shoe brand out there. For sure. Fastest growing. I don't know if they were doing the volume that no. Jordan does, but as far as popularity and impact, Yeezy shit was like, yo. And he did it without Spike Lee yeah. commercials and all this crazy shit. Never dunked on nobody. So... The Yeezy Jones was crazy, yeah. but to see it kind of like smoke itself in a matter of like a year. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Yeah. Fuck his comments and all the nonsense. Just like you remember when the turtle doves were like. Like a pair yeah. of them was like, and now it's just I see like fake turtle doves. It, yeah. It's all. It's all. Once you get the Timo, the yeah. Timo turtle doves, it's like right, Yeezys is like else. spinners. Remember when spinning <laughs> rims was like the illest shit ever, and then the hubcap spinners <laughs> dropped. It was just like, like ah, <laughs> thirteen grand for these goddamn rims. Take them Jones back. Bro, I used bro, to bloody. sit there and be like, every car I get was gonna have spinners. 
I remember saying that. And my yeah. dad, you know my dad older, he what what the what the fuck is the purpose in a spinning rim? I'm like, it don't stop, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> what do you mean? It don't stop. You nigga. in the crib dancing like crunchy black, <laughs> trying no. to educate your father no. on what's up with these damn ribs. I'm playing rotten spinners again. <laughs> Listen to this motherfucker. Like spinners. Yo, have you ever heard of Big Chest? <laughs> that's who we do it for. Like, straight up. But it just when the fake shit start popping in the streets that normally kills the the value of it and then yeah. we all start re-releasing it over and over it's just like it's, look at where jordan's is like not trying to be funny jordan's sit on shelves now jordan's go on sale i walk in the stores and be like wait i, I walk in the footlockers you know that's me and jewel shit any sneaker store we going to what y'all got in a 15 just because that's a lot easier yeah. than do you got these you got what do you have in a 15 dude brought me out three pair of new balances <clears throat> and two pair of jordan 12s I'm like, yo, Jordan 12's just sitting in the, on the shelf now? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's a different different world we live in, man. Yeah, shit. Jordan 1's at a point was the high, hottest shoe on earth. None of them Jones are reselling for more than like $30, $40 above retail Crazy price. Crazy Some shit. of them are selling below. Like, And it's a few of them that I want. I'm just like, I just like the shoe. Yeah. Like, but, you know, it's no crazy demand for them, Jones. It's like, yo, we can get sneakers again. <laughs> like, yeah. it's crazy. Well, I mean, the, the influx of the luxury sneaker has changed. Yeah. Every, like, people wear luxuries. I don't. <laughs> I'm wearing a luxury sneaker right now. Yo, I got on Tom Ford. Ironically, I got on Jordan and shit. <laughs> I was in the gym the other day, dog. I, I, and I, I've, something I want to stress. I don't know. Where's the camera? Something I want to stress. Stop filming people for your own enjoyment. And for Instagram and shit like that, it's gonna get one of y'all stabbed. Yeah, I don't do that shit. Yeah, I don't do that shit. I don't film nobody for a laugh or none of that shit. But I, I almost did the other day, <laughs> dog. Why was the nigga in the gym working out with McQueen's on? <laughs> <laughs> they like using them. Are you using the McQueen's like strength shoes? I remember the strip shoes back in the day. They had the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they had the, the inserts to even <laughs> add six inches to your vertical. Shave three seconds off your uh your 40, yo. 40 yard dash time. And the nigga was doing leg lunges. Yo, I couldn't stop. I'm talking about full leg yeah, lunges. Full orthopedics. No, with McQueen's on. I'm like, yo, the McQueen really has become the all like the McQueen is like the <laughs> NMD. Right. <laughs> it's like the all purpose. Coming every material, spiked or unspiked. We got leather, we got mesh, yo. we got new buck. <laughs> yo, man, nigga work in the hospital, all white McQueens. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they got candy striper with a whole white McQueen's on. Like, Environmental services, black McQueen. Dog. Construction worker, tan new bucks. <laughs> oh, he's the Gore-Tex. You know what I'm saying? I'm protected. Man. Like, where the fuck you get still told McQueen's? <laughs> but that's just where we are. So it's like when people... <laughs> <laughs> Still toe Gore-Tex McQueen's. Dog. Pour cement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with it. <laughs> What they doing up there? They loading too fast. You know how dangerous this is. Yo, yo, man. Oh shit. But now, (laughs) but you remember where it was like the Air Force One was like the all-purpose White Forces, Black Forces. Like, white. nigga got a wedding, white forces. Graduation, white forces. forces. Smoking nigga, black, black forces. forces. Like, the forces was like Kidnapping, that. black Dog. forces. Dog. Don't let a nigga get fly. He get the forces. What did they say? We hop out with the Air Force Ones with yellow checks. <laughs> like, that was real. And 
The Air Force One was that. Then the Jordan One was that. Remember when the utility Air Force Ones oh, came out? The highs the high with the fucking, with, with the compartments the on them look like my jeans. Like they on a sneaker. Duh, I bought some white Air Force Ones in Miami like a year and a half ago. Oh, man. And I, I wore them for like... 15 minutes and I'm like yo these are bricks <laughs> these are actual bricks on my feet I couldn't do it yo, I mean, can, where you get them from Griselda Blanca no I, I can't do it all man. white bricks but that's what the force was and the Jordan 1 was and then the Yeezy like the Wave Runner the 700s that was like everybody's go to I ain't doing shit put the 700s on mm-hmm. go run the market put the 700 <laughs> like the 700 was that but now and let's be real here, the PPP and the PUA and the Panorama and all that shit, it changed everybody's, like, outlook on life. Yeah. Now luxury goods are just goods. Right. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. So now, you know, people are just like, just <clears throat> day off, I ain't doing nothing. Dior, B-22s, just... Right. <laughs> where it's like, a, like three, four years ago, nigga would have kept them in the bag. Mm-hmm. He'd have wiped them down every time before. Motherfuckers just... I tell you, the nigga was working out in McQueen. That's hilarious. And I'm just man. like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I remember buying Balenciaga sneakers. Remember the arenas? Yes. I remember buying them years ago, and it was just like, man, I got the motherfucking arena. <laughs> <Right. man." laughs> like, I went arena crazy. Yeah, I, the only ones they made in uh, 49 was the black and the gray. Yeah, so I, I, waited, I waited too long for the bubble to burst. Never mind, Jules had a couple... Was it the arenas or what? What was the other ones? The high top. Oh, uh, damn. I got a, still got a red pair right now. He had I a red sell. pair. He had a red pair and a blue pair, I believe. I can't think of the name from him. Yeah, because I tried to It'll sell them Jones unconsciously. They would not sell. Niggas was like, nah, we good, big brother. We but not nah, like going. back in the day, like buying like a Gucci loafer or anything. That, that shit was like, man, like I got the Gucci loafers on. Yeah, nigga. that shit like, is par for the course now. Like, yeah, now it's just, yeah, now nah, I'm just going to the market. No, nah, it's just quick. Tuesday. Yeah, just, you know, nothing crazy. Valencia. Yeah. Fucking nigga, bitch. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Deal. You know what I'm saying? Husband get off at three. It's one thirty. I got plenty Yo, of time. Oh, the nigga had on a fake. A uh, Dior shirt, and they was calling it Catholic Dior. <laughs> yeah, nah. I don't know why the hell that shit made me laugh as hard as it did. I open this up to the room. Have any of y'all gotten with the denim tears trend? Are y'all familiar with what denim tears? Is? I, I was. You was funny. I'm glad that we here because you can do this shit. Can you give us? What we got fifty. Give us a two minute, hundred and twenty second. What is the denim tear, and where did it? Where did it start? So denim tears was uh, this is the shit with the with the, fl- with the circular flowers on it. Flowers yeah, on it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So denim tears was started by um, damn, what's the fuck the nigga name? Just left supreme. I saw somebody just left yeah, supreme. The, the, uh, uh, is it the one who did this hat? Tremaine. Tremaine Emery. Tremaine, Tremaine Emery. I have one of Tremaine Emery. Yeah, so Tremaine like, Emery is the founder of, of Denim Tears. Right, okay. So they did like a circular pattern. It was a flower, like a cotton flower, or whatever the case may be. So Offset recently, the shit has been out for like five years mm-hmm. now at this point. You know, niggas are always late to the oh, party. Yeah. Last ones to know everything. Then it's like, no, I got the Denim <laughs> Tears on. I don't know if you know. I don't know if thing. you notice, but I have the tears on. So now... <laughs> no, we didn't know all these white CDs. <laughs> no, white outfit. Who would have thunk it? Like, no, that that can't be <laughs> the denim tears. I don't know if you noticed what's going on, nigga, but I <laughs> I got it on. Goddamn, you know what I'm saying? You see me, nigga, motherfucking down the sleeve, Yo, bitch. That's so real. <laughs> nigga will not know what's going on Monday. You see him Thursday, he tell me. Head to toe. Head to toe. I just talked to Tremaine. You know what I'm saying? 
Special delivery, oh, nigga. Man. So, That's hilarious. So, so, so the line's been around. You know what I'm saying? They've done collabs with St. Michael. They've done collabs with V-Long, all of this different shit. Um, but if, for whatever reason, it just wasn't readily available. It was a limited edition item, sort of like Pyrex, the original Pyrex okay. from Virgil, whatever, which transformed into Off-White later. The 23 shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tremaine recently did a collab with Offset. So Offset he was wearing the black hoodie, black hat with... It was like a yellow and orange flowers or whatever on his mm-hmm. shit. That was his collab or whatever. He was wearing it everywhere. He wore it on Kai stream. He wore it on a breakfast club. He wore it like okay. all these different places. So it made niggas say, go on Google. What was that shit Offset had on, <laughs> on, on Kai Sinatra? What was that shit Offset <laughs> <laughs> And from there, we have seen a influx of denim tears into the hood. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Denim tears hit the hood like crack in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Powerhouse was sponsored by Philly Car Kings. No, it was sponsored by denim tears, motherfuckers. Everybody had that shit on. And essentially what's happened in the last few weeks is, you know how niggas love to bid and be investigative journalists. The best investigative journalists are in the hood. They're not at the FBI. No. Y'all, a lot of y'all missed y'all calling. Straight y'all need up. to be federal agents. Y'all going to be right. solving real crime out here. Yeah. And niggas went and did the research. <laughs> oh, real shit. <laughs> niggas you went a nigga Instagram and a what? Chinese flag. <laughs> nigga just sit there. In a, in a little flight of Henny? Yo. Nigga figure out mad <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, we'll figure out who killed JFK, where Sam Giacana was, figure out everything. So now niggas have gone and done the knowledge and the research and found out y'all shit is no denim, just tears. Because Timu got the denim tears connect. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a fake shit. Yes. uh, And now there are boutiques. I'll show you. There are boutiques. Locally, I'm not going to say who because I'm not trying to shame them. Get your money. Do your thing. If niggas want fake shit as the man for it, buy it. But they got not only just the, the fake denim tears, they got the fake denim tears collab with ReadyMade. Oh, for wow. any of y'all that are familiar with ReadyMade, it ain't a piece in ReadyMade collection under $2,000. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Shout out my bro, Black Poppy. He was the first person I ever seen wearing that shit. It's not a piece in the collection under two grand. So I know that this collaboration is... 2000 for the sweatshirt, 2800 for the pants. Mm-hmm. Niggas got the whole set on with a shiesty yeah. <laughs> and the baby mom Louis Vuitton glasses, like looking like caricatures. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know if you scroll, there's more because you know, it's, it's, it's women's, it's women's too. It's unisex. Yeah, this, oh, shit, I... <laughs> yeah, no, it's more. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? If you rewind time, you'll find that it's more to find. You know what I mean? Yo. So yes, the denim te- the denim the denim tear shit is an epidemic. And for me, as like a fashion dude or whatever, I got on some Ricardo Tichi Burberry right now or whatever, oh, some Tom Ford shoes, I got on some Hudson jeans, little uh little technical Hudson jeans or whatever. As a as a fashion dude, for me, I don't care about niggas wearing fake shit and all. It's just a bit. It's just funny. But for me, certain shit, once it gets too popular, whether y'all niggas wearing fake shit or real shit, I just tap out because I'm not going to spend all of this bread to look like the rest of the world. Yeah. And that's where your personal style and your own sense, sense of uh, a fashion ethics and all of that come in where it's like, yo, you buying some shit and, and you in the store and they like, oh, man, it's been flying off the shelves. Yeah. Get away from this shelf. 
<laughs> because you're gonna look like you got the motherfucking uniform on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta put it. So it's like when you trying to dress dress like the fashion guys and the fashion gals or whatever like that. Um, you gotta take a little bit of extra effort sometimes to like go to the next thing. Like Marnie just had niggas looking like the abominable snowman for the last fucking two years with all these furry mohair yeah. sweaters and all that shit on. And I'm like, yo, you're not supposed to wear the whole set. Yeah. You're supposed to wear the pants and the hat with a different shirt or wear the sweater, not the pants. With Like, y'all, like, yeah. just... You look like Oscar. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. You look like orange and blue Oscar. Like, you look like a goddamn fool. You look like you're doing a guest spot on Sesame Street. Yeah, like, yeah. that is not it. And there's just a lot of fashion trends I just wholesale just don't agree with and stuff like that. But it's like, as I've said on the show before, y'all hear me say it again. If I sat on this show and talked about all the shit that I hate and all the shit that I think is nut shit... I would be shot in four yeah. business days, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah, fashion, I, you know, I said it before, I have zero, I don't even yeah. attempt. No, we're going to get Matt right. 2024 yeah, nah, would be hashtag fashion, Matt. Give me, give me a hoodie, <laughs> some shorts, or some fucking, some, some, with them, them pants I like like that. Yeah. Some sneaks. I'm, I'm good, man. I, like, because it's too much. It, like, Yo, we, we 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 was in uh, Neiman's. I was in there talking to Ange, and I, I saw a, a, it was a jean jacket, like just a jean jacket. I was like, yeah. yo, I haven't bought a jean jacket and I don't know how long. And I, I went to slide on you. I've lost a little weight. So I, I'm like, I fit this junk. I was like, yo, how much is this? She was like, oh, that one is $13.50. I'm like, let me take your jacket off. <laughs> I don't want to mess your jacket off. <laughs> you slither out yeah. of this. Like, I'm not paying $1,300 for a denim jet. Like, Man, Levi got the denim. <laughs> like that's how I be feeling sometimes. Yeah. I respect people who I told you that joint last week from the guy from the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I sent it to somebody the other day. He's like, "What outfit y'all talking about?" I sent it to her. She's like, "Oh yeah, he smoked this." I'm just like, "I guess, <laughs> I suppose." But it's like, yeah, I, I I don't I don't have it in me. But I've seen the denim tear shit become like it's just, just it's a uniform. Big, 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 big thing in the last couple of weeks where I'm like, "Yo, where did all this shit start? Like, what what the fuck is going on?" Like, yeah. and you know, again. High end fashion, high end everything has just become anything. It's just fashion. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just I'm, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Historically speaking, when it comes to like the fashion game in general, you have like, uh, like merch, which is like event merch, uh-huh. comp- uh, podcast merch, whatever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You go to a, a show, you get a piece of merch, whatever, whatever. So you got like merch. Then you have just like the regular clothing segment. Then you have, um, you know, like, High fashion and then couture. So it's like all of these different segments. And somewhere, streetwear usually, you know, slide, slid up and down the rung or whatever, mm-hmm. depending upon, you know, who's the designer, what it is, stuff like that. Because we've always had streetwear going back to the fucking 80s with, uh, with uh, who are some of the early streetwear companies, Dan? I'm sorry. I'm, Stussy was the 90s. Carl Kanai. Walker wear and yeah, cross colors, the HBCU connections mm-hmm. and each and all. So we've always had streetwear, um, but before it wasn't called that. It was segmented as like urban, urban wear or whatever right. the case may be. Yeah, it wasn't really a segment. But now it's like you kind of have this mishmash where it's like somebody might have on uh, a Stussy Nike hoodie. Some fucking Amiri jeans, which is technically fucking high fashion. It's like people mix and match like a lot of different stuff across segments and things like that to the point where when Virgil came to Louis Vuitton, he fucked the whole fashion industry up because he did straight streetwear, the whole collection, male and female. And now Louis Vuitton really can't financially recover. They just put a list out the other day of the top 20 fashion brands. They were 18. Mm. They were number one every across every segment the whole time he was there. So it's like, yo, y'all got to get 
inventive and creative again. I mean, Drake said, again, Drake got a lot of everything. Yeah. Since Virgil and passed, the members ain't wearing ain't that wearing shit. Ain't wearing that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and to his credit, Drake, <laughs> who to me isn't a fashion guy, he's doing some great work with Nocta, whoever the fuck is behind the scenes, because it's like, it's active wear, but the cuts are right, the materials are right, and all of that, and he got a hit with the Nocta Glide, with the yeah. sneaker. Yeah, the sneaker is all that. So it's like, he's gotten that to the point where it's like, damn, it's like, is Drake like a fashion influencer? Like, what the fuck is going on here? He's been wearing fat-ass pants. And fat-ass shoes. <laughs> fat-ass shoes, yeah. marshmallows, for the last... You know, three years or whatever, yeah. but he got it. Nocta is a hit to me. Like they, they, their active wear is like fucking off the charts. Yeah, I, I, I told you it just. It's one of them things I don't understand, so yeah. I don't pretend to understand. Remember the big red boots, and everybody was yeah. just like, "Oh, can you pull them off to right?" And I'm just like, "Y'all yeah, been wearing big ass boots <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> nobody give me no props. I ain't get oh, no yeah, CDFA man. award. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> but then I see like Shea warm, and people, like, oh man, Shea killed them, John. I'm yeah. just like, I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Like, I see some shit that I'm like, and I'm like, you know, most of the time it's shoes. Yeah. Like the, uh, I bought a pair of Gucci sneakers or I bought some Prada sneakers. I was not even wearing them, but it's just like, I did the new American cups. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I like them, but I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck. I just like those. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but people, you know, remember last week we were talking about the piece and the pieces? Yeah. And people hit me all week about that shit. Like, oh, no, this is a piece. This yeah. is right here. I'm just like, I don't know, man. I'll buy a fucking pair of joggers from Sam's <laughs> Club, man. I don't I don't give a fuck, man. And that's the thing. And that's and part of a part about, you know, being like, you know, a fashion guy or a fashion gal or whatever is wearing stuff that's like true to you and understanding like what looks good, what lays right and stuff like that. And it could be the cheapest thing from a thrift store or it could be like, you know, something that costs ten thousand dollars or whatever who like do that. that. Like go thrifting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, that's another Because people find vintage stuff, whatever. Cause some people like their clothes broken in already. Whatever, I'm not one of them people. I, my shit got to be brand new. I'm I mean, sorry. broken in. Like some people like stuff that's already worn or has like that worn look. Or oh, like broken in, like you. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I like you. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Like literally, like broken in. Like no, a nigga did a couple uh, break, breaking and enterings in this joint. <laughs> like no, this right now. Like look how it's laying. Like no, I want my shit brand new out the plastic. Like, <laughs> yeah, see, I'm a big man, so if I put if I break it. It's, old, it's broken. <laughs> Breaking is yeah, broke. Yeah, that joint is broken. Yeah, you ain't gonna get the form back. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that one, yeah. That's funny as shit. But like, nah, I just, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I've, I've gotten dressed up. I, I'd rather get a suit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, because I don't, under, I understand that a little. Yeah, bit. I told my girl two years ago, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna start wearing suits every day. She's like, who the fuck do you think you are? I'm like, then you gonna clown me for getting dressed up? She's like, no, because like, where are you going? Yeah. Like, I'm like, no, Kevin Samuel said suit Saturdays. You yeah. know what I'm saying? See how people react to you in a suit. It is funny as shit, because like, I, that, that salmon, the, 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 the pink suit, yeah. when I wore that, like, I, like people really react to you. So I yeah. literally pulled up at the Wawa, just like, let me get something to drink. On the way down <laughs> literally got out the drill, and the, the girl was like, oh, no, big pop. Let me get the door. You know what I'm saying? Get that motherfucker. Yeah, get the door, ho. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like people definitely you trying to join the team. Yeah, people definitely treat you different when you wear a suit. That's that's fact. Yeah, because they think you're a person of esteem. Like you know what I'm saying? At the bare minimum, you had enough sense and enough taste to know like oh I'm gonna get this and, and shit laying right because yeah. because the suit had an opposite reaction. Yeah, you get a motherfucking chopper suit, suit, big ass chopper suit. <laughs> You looking like my fucking Jalen Rose at the draft? That shit gonna have opposite effect. Cause now you a clown ass nigga in a baggy suit. Nobody wants to be a clown ass nigga in a baggy suit. Yeah, man, getting a big baggy ass <laughs> suit is crazy. That ain't it. it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I saw a big ass suit the other day. I was just like, damn, boy, that's, <laughs> that's a big ass suit. Man. <laughs> that's a big ass. Oh, why your suit so sooty? <laughs> yeah. The, the... <laughs> You remember where it was like 
big ass suits was like in was the, the lick. Yeah, yeah. When I was young, I used to be like, no, nah, when I get old, I'm getting me a bunch of suits. And I had this vision of like the suit pants leg hanging over the back of the shoe. Like, you know how the big ass suit used to be? Yeah. And I, I, as I got older, I'm just like, yo, that shit looks so stupid. Yo. Yeah. Like, why is your suit that fucking big? Oh, his love that shit though, man. Love it. Yeah, I can't get with a fat ass suit. Love that shit, man. Like, I got to breathe. I got to be able to move. I got to be able to do the yeah. motherfucking uh, Cupid shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't look, do You look it. like an ass. Congratulations, yeah. you look like an asshole. But no, nah, fashion is one of them things I would love to, like, really, really, like, I guess, learn it. Yeah, we're going to go vlogging. We're going to vlog this shit for the realest podcast ever audience. We're going to take Matt shopping. Uh, I would do it. That's going to be a hit. You know what I'm saying? Because Matt, he got the cologne down. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Cologne, I'm the man. He's, he's a travel, he's the motherfucking travel master. Yeah, you know what I, I'm saying? He got that down. I got that down. We're going we to get this fashion right for 2024. When we went to Nordstrom for the suits, we barely spoke. You was not, you was just like, let me, you you was done. And I was just like, I need help, man. <laughs> <laughs> need help from a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a teenager with colored dreads. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> but I got nothing else for this episode, man. Hey, man, hopefully this is a great introduction to anybody that's new. Hopefully, you know, all of the people that have been listening, y'all locked in, y'all love the episode. Make sure y'all uh, share this episode. Let everybody know that the Realest Podcast ever is broadcasting live on Revolt Podcast Network. Shout out to P. Diddy and all of the amazing people that work there, man. Um, this is going to be a super dope journey. For more additional content, make sure y'all hit the YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash at sign trpe or just hit the youtube app search trpe and go to patreon.com slash official trpe shout out to v ryan our whole frame family make sure y'all visit them at 222 market street for all of your dinner service brunch and nightlife needs we out peace everybody loves mcdonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.